Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Hi, Joshua here, producer for Living Wealthy Radio. Today's interview is all about Medicare. You probably know that something happens when you turn 65, but maybe you don't know exactly what. So much about this government-run insurance program doesn't make sense to most people. It's very complicated, very confusing. But don't worry, today we're going to break it down for you. Today's guest has been in insurance for over three decades, and he's built a career specifically on simplifying Medicare so you can get the most out of it. Maybe you're wondering what all Medicare covers, or what your different options are, or how much these options cost. Fortunately, that's exactly the kind of information this conversation covers. So stick around. Today's enriching fact of the day is that with the right perspective, you can make more money than a Harvard MBA. When it comes to making a living, people chase the wrong numbers. They focus on how much money they make in a year and measure their financial success by how many digits are in that number. The average Harvard MBA makes about $120,000 per year. Not bad, right? You can't make that kind of money working as a teacher or as an assistant manager in retail, right? Actually, you can. But you have to look at the hours, not the years. The average teacher works a 30-hour weekly class schedule plus a little overtime, so we'll say about 40 hours a week. A retail assistant manager works about a 40-hour weekly schedule plus some overtime for about 50 total hours per week. Average this out with the typical annual income for these common jobs, and they both make about $28 per hour. And believe it or not, this comes out to roughly the same hourly rate a Harvard MBA makes when you consider they work, on average, 85 hours a week. All three positions make about $28 an hour. But do you know what the difference is? The retail manager and teacher both have considerably more hours than the Harvard executive remaining in their week. And here's how changing your focus can lead to making more money than a Harvard MBA. When you realize the average person has only about 400,000 waking hours in their life total, you can begin to get a feel for how you want to spend those hours. Do you really want to be at work 85 hours a week? Or wouldn't you rather be able to spend many of these hours with your friends and family doing what you're passionate about? Then overvalue your time, your hours. Put a dollar amount on your hours. Keep that number in your head and don't work for less. Stop chasing an annual salary and instead determine how much you need to make per hour to be able to live your life and spend your hours the way you want to spend them. If you determine to do what it takes to earn more than $28 an hour, guess what? you'll be making more than the average Harvard MBA, and you won't have to spend as many hours doing it. Today's enriching fact reveals the value of time. We only have a limited quantity, and when we value our precious hours, we can trade fewer of them for money and keep more of them for the things that matter. You're listening to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. We all know that drinking water is super important. Our bodies are almost entirely made up of H2O. But with a recent scientific breakthrough, you can get more H2 for your buck with the amazing molecular hydrogen infusion systems and tablets from Trucy. As the smallest molecule in the universe, 
Molecular hydrogen, or H2, is able to neutralize the most damaging and inflammation-causing free radicals within your cells, and it acts as a powerful signaling molecule to optimize pretty much every function in the body. Trucy serves a wide spectrum of clients from elite professional athletes to wellness leaders and biohackers to individuals suffering from a diverse range of chronic ailments. With their passion for the serving of one, they provide clients with the most powerful tools possible to transform and reclaim their health and to dramatically boost their performance. If you want to look better, feel better, and make a positive change for your health, check out the ultra-premium health, nutrition, and natural beauty products from Trucy. Experience the power of simplicity. Joining us today is Joe Diara, an expert in Medicare who specializes in simplifying its bureaucratic jargon and confusing ins and outs. Joe's the founder of ClearMedicareSolutions.com and has helped over 1,800 retirees and those about to retire make the right choice and avoid the pitfalls concerning their Medicare and insurance needs. He's going to break down the different plans and useful tips for navigating this crazy world of Medicare. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Joe. Well, well thank you, Teresa. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, so it is a crazy world of Medicare, I think anyways, outside looking in. And from an insider perspective, uh, you'd probably agree, huh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the, the one thing most people uh, say the first thing when they meet me is, uh, why is this so? Why is this stuff so confusing? And, and please help. Because it's fiction of government. It's a government program. Anything that has to do with the government is not simple. They they make it complex, it's, no, it's right? Not, it's, yeah. It's, it's uh, yes. It's it's quite complex, and for most people, uh, quite confusing. You're right. So let's try to simplify it as much as possible. Who is eligible Great. for Medicare? So generally, Medicare is health insurance for people over 65. So when you turn 65 and uh, you've worked for 40 quarters, that's kind of the benchmark is the 40 quarters, you are entitled to uh, Medicare, and that's Medicare Part A and, uh, and, and also Medicare Part B. So, so essentially, it's anyone over 65 who's worked 40 quarters, qualifies for Medicare, you can also qualify for Medicare if you're under 65, if you have a, a permanent disability and you've been receiving disability payments uh, for 24 months or longer. Okay. And who usually benefits most from enrolling? It Should everybody enroll because they're 65 and they've worked 40 quarters? I guess that's 10 years, right? Right. So that's, yes, that's 10 years of working. So, so generally it's, it, it's, Generally, everyone uh, who's a who's a U.S. citizen who has worked the forty quarters would absolutely benefit from Medicare. It, it Medicare is the main uh, insurance for people over sixty-five. So, um, very few people who who are eligible do not enroll in Medicare. It, it's it's the main uh, payer, so to speak, for health insurance going forward. I have clients who are over sixty-five and they're still working. Does it benefit them to stop their uh, corporate health insurance and enroll in Medicare? Is is that a better deal for them, or should they continue until they retire and then sign up for Medicare? 
Boy, that's, that's a good question. I, I get that question all the time. As, as you can imagine, more and more folks are working past the age 65. So uh, generally, uh, if you're working, you decide to work past age 65, uh, you, you can certainly enroll in Medicare if you wish. Uh, so, but most uh, people choose to stay with their employer coverage. Uh, and uh, at, when, once you turn 65, you can certainly enroll in Medicare Part A. There is no cost going forward for that. Uh, but generally, most folks keep their employer coverage unless, when you run the numbers, it, uh, it would cost them less to enroll in Medicare A and B and separate themselves from their employer coverage. Hmm. So what exactly does Medicare cover? I think most people can relate to like health insurance, right? Like corporate health insurance. Is it a similar type of coverage? It, it's quite similar. Um, and Medicare is actually broken, broken up into two parts, Medicare A and B. And you, you'll hear the term uh, knocked around of, uh, called original Medicare. So when, when one enrolled in Medicare, they, they initially enroll in original Medicare, which is both Medicare uh, Part A and Medicare Part B. Now, Medicare Part A covers essentially in its in-hospital coverage. It's coverage for anyone who is on Medicare who has an overnight stay in the hospital. Okay? So it covers the room and board in the hospital. Uh, it covers some of the services in the hospital, and it also covers skilled nursing after a hospital stay, and sometimes home care. Now, Medicare Part B uh-huh. uh, covers you know, just about everything else. So Medicare Part B will cover... You know, doctor's visits, uh, specialist visits, outpatient surgery, any medical, medical equipment you might need, labs, uh, x-rays, every, anything to do with health coverage that's not overnight in the hospital. Okay. And the Medicare so, so Part that, B that is, is not included with Medicare, or is it? It's, it's uh, well, yeah, that's a good question. So, if, if, one, if one is uh, wanting to enroll in Medicare and doesn't have any uh, employer coverages, you know, it separated themselves from their employer coverage, uh, and they work the 40 quarters, they would be entitled to Medicare Part A, and there would be no cost for Medicare Part A going forward. And then that person would then enroll in Medicare Part B, and that's done through, uh, you can do that through the Social Security website, or you can walk into a Social Security office and, and enroll as well. And, uh, and Medicare Part B does have a premium, so you, you would be paying. Well, actually, in 2020, the the premium is going to be let's see, $144.60 per month is um, what the, the your cost would be for Medicare Part B, and Medicare Part A would be essentially for most people no cost going forward. Okay, and so. This is true for anybody over the age of 65. And to go back to the question, if I'm 65 years old and I'm still working and I've got health insurance coverage, I can sign up for Medicare, but then I would have to compare the coverage with my corporate plan versus Medicare Part B. Is that correct? The, that's correct. That's correct. So m- most people who, who turn 65 and are, are still working would uh, sign up for Medicare Part A since there's no cost for it. So, if for most for most plans, uh, once you hit, once you sign up for Medicare Part A, that the the plan that you're on is the primary payer. And if there's anything that isn't covered by that uh, by that plan, Medicare 
Part A might uh, come in if, the, if that's needed for that. So, um, but essentially, yes. So, the 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 choice would be, you know, where what are my costs if I stay with my employer plan? What are my costs if I separate myself from the plan and and enroll in Medicare Part A and B? Yeah, so that is essentially correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what is the Medicare plan finder? So the, the Medicare plan finder is is actually something that is on the Medicare.gov website. So Medicare.gov is the main website for for Medicare. And if you uh, go to the Medicare.gov, you'll see a little button, or actually a fairly large button now, that says Find 2020 Health and Drug Plan. And once you click on that, that button, it opens up something called the Medicare Plan Finder. And uh, you can uh, type in your zip code, and it will. Uh, and then there's the list of other questions: whether you want to search for drug plans or Medicare Advantage plans. And we'll talk about that and what those are in a moment. But what the Plan Finder does is it allows you to see all the plans, Medicare plans that are available in your area, uh, based on your zip code. And uh, now th- these are plans over and above Medicare Part A and B. So let's get into that part of it. So we've got Medicare A, that's free. Medicare B, that you have to pay if you sign up for it, and that's $144 per month. So right. what are the other parts? So, the, so there, are, so Medicare, and, and, and you know, that, that's one of the one of the first questions I get is, what is all this Medicare B and C, and what's going on there? So, Medicare actually has four parts. So there's Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B, which we've talked about, and then there's Medicare Part C, and then Medicare Part D. So it, we'll start with Medicare Part D. So Medicare Part D was the the part of Medicare that's the that's the most recent, and that's that's the part of Medicare that actually uh, allows uh, drug coverage. So it, it Medicare it's prescription drug coverage, Medicare Part D, D for drugs, and it's um, it's available to anyone who is eligible for Medicare A and B as well. So, and uh, did you want to, um, should we talk a little bit more about Medicare Part D at this point, or do you want to go through the other parts of uh, the other plans? Well, so um, Plan C covers what again? Let's just make sure we understand that. Yeah, so so Medicare Part C is, is also known as Medicare Advantage. And it's one of the options for extra coverage. So when when you enroll in Medicare Part A and B, technically you don't have to do anything else. You can certainly stop there. But most people prudently decide they need some extra coverage because of the there are co-pays and deductibles and coinsurance with Medicare that can get quite steep. So most people prudently opt to get some sort of extra coverage. And there are essentially two options for extra coverage in all of the United States. They generally fall into two options. So if you are enrolled in Medicare Part A and B, you can choose to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, also known as Medicare Part C. So you would, and the the Medicare Advantage plans or Medicare Part C is available to anyone who does have Medicare A and B, and it's it's 
plans that essentially pick up uh, a substantial part of those co-pays and co-insurance and deductibles that you are responsible for with Medicare Part A and B. And uh, there's a there's an enrollment process for that, and there's there's rules when on who is eligible and when you can enroll. So Medicare Part C is is an optional program to defray the some of the costs of uh, of Medicare A and B that you're responsible for. Okay. And, and uh, generally, on most of the on most of the Medicare Advantage plans, the Medicare Part D drug plan is included in that. So. For, for most of the Medicare Part C plans, your prescription drug coverage is included with that plan. Uh, now, there is an, uh, another option. So if you've enrolled in Medicare Part A and B, like we said, one of those options is to enroll in a medic in an Advantage plan or Medicare Part C. And you can also choose to just stay with your Medicare A and B and enroll in something called a Medicare Supplement. And it's also known as a as a Medigap plan. Uh, the most popular of these is a, is called a Medicare Plan F. So it, what the supplement plan does it it works alongside your Medicare A and B. Now the richest of these, Medicare Plan F, uh, picks up a hundred percent of those deductibles and copays and coinsurance that come with Medicare. And um, the how it, the, the eligibility for it and the rules are different than the to those for enrolling in the Advantage plan. But it, but the, those are the two options if uh, if someone wanted extra coverage after enrolling in Medicare A and B would be the, um, enrolling in the Advantage plans or enrolling in in something called a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan. Okay, so I'm going to review. You've got Medicare Plan A, and that is no cost. You've got Medicare Plan B, and that costs $144.60 a month, and that covers a little bit more than the basic Medicare plan. And so you can go with a Medicare C plan, which is an Advantage plan, which is um, it covers what Medicare A and B doesn't, or you can go with a really rich plan that you have to qualify for, which is the Medicare Supplement or Plan F. And I'm assuming what you mean by qualifying, is there a health qualification? Uh, generally, there is for the Medicare Supplement Plan. However, uh, if you're new to Medicare, uh, there is an, an initial enrollment period where you where the medical questions are waived. So. Uh, if if you are indeed in Medicare A and B and uh, you're within five months of your Medicare Part B enrollment, you can enroll in a Medicare supplement plan without having to uh, answer any of the medical questions. So how many but, people? But generally, uh-huh. yes. Uh, generally, yes. After after that enrollment period, let's say you've been on Medicare for oh, you know a, a year or so, and, and you decide you want to enroll in a Medicare supplement plan, yes, you will have to. Uh, qualify by answering them the medical questions. Is that true for the Medicare uh, C plan as well? Do you have to qualify or can anybody get the Medicare C plan? That's a, that's a good question. So the, the, the Medicare C uh, plans or the Medicare Advantage plans do not require any, any um, underwriting. They don't require any um, medic, medical questions. So, uh, so, so the answer is no, it, it does not. It doesn't matter in that case. 
Okay. So the, there is an urgency in understanding when you sign up for Medicare, especially if you've got any health issues, to know what these plans are so you can sign up for it and you don't miss that opportunity. How often do you see people who sign up for Medicare and miss the boat, so to speak? Uh, well, uh, not not as often as you might think. It, it's um, these uh, many of the insurance carriers are um, are very good at getting the information out, and I and I believe Medicare themselves has been has been uh, uh, very good lately about getting the uh, getting the word out about what needs to be done when you turn 65. So over the years, I've seen a lot less of folks who just, you know, put it off without knowing what to do. Well, at least maybe not knowing what to do, but knowing that they had to do something when they turned 65. So not not really a lot of folks who kind of missed the boat. Okay. Well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, and so... What else would you add to the conversation for our listeners to understand what it is that they need to do as far as Medicare, uh, the Medicare supplement or the Medicare Advantage? In fact, actually, before I go there, costs, right? Because I bet, you know, our listeners are wondering, all right, how? what's the difference in cost between the Advantage plan and the supplement plan? Um, is it a huge cost difference? Um, can those rates go up? Uh, yeah, so that, that that yes, that that is the the, the good question. So, with uh, with a Medicare, let's take the Medicare supplement option. So, the, the, a Medicare supplement for someone turning sixty five, the the monthly premium for that is generally somewhere between uh, one twenty and uh, one sixty per month, uh, and that and that depending on where you live, depending on uh, your area. Uh, also, keep in mind that. Uh, with the Medicare supplement, the, the Medicare supplement and Medicare A and B do not cover prescription drugs, so you would have to enroll in a standalone, a separate Medicare Part D plan, which would add about another thirty to forty dollars to that. So, uh, so the, the the expense for a Medicare supplement would be in the neighborhood of uh, about one fifty to two hundred dollars, uh, depending on where in the country you live. Now, by contrast, the Medicare Advantage plans. Uh, are substantially lower in cost. Most Advantage plans in the United States um, range in monthly costs from zero. There's actually some plans that are zero premium, up to about a hundred dollars or so. So there's there's a fair difference in cost between the two. And the the, the reason for the difference in cost is with a Medicare supplement plan you're able to uh, see any doctor that accepts Medicare in the United States. There's no networks to worry about. You don't have to get a referral for a specialist. So it, it, it gives you freedom to choose uh, doctors and facilities that you want to as long as they take Medicare. On the Advantage side, most Advantage plans are HMO, and some are PPO, but most are HMO. So you have to use a doctor in a network, and the, the, your service area is generally the county in which you live. So it, it has a little bit of a restriction on who you can see. And, of course, referrals are needed for for other specialists from your primary care. So the, the reason for the higher cost for the supplement part of the plan is that you have more freedom to choose uh, your doctor. 
And with the Advantage plans, there's a little less freedom, but the cost is uh, substantially lower. So, and, um, mm-hmm. go, go ahead. Is the supplement more like a PPO than an HMO? It, it, as, as, and, uh, it got, actually, another good question. So the supplements are actually uh, even you know better than a PPO. So PPO means that there's still a network, uh, but but if a plan is a PPO, you you still can use a, a, a service provider or a doctor outside of the network. You would just pay a little bit more than you would with uh, a doctor that's in your network, and that's how the, the PPO works. But with but with a, a Medicare supplement, there's no network at all. So the, your your cost or the, the benefit is the same whether you're in your service area or outside of your service area. Got it. And so with, with, with an HMO, you must use a doctor in the network. Uh, if you go outside of the network, generally you would be paying for that service 100% on your own. Got it. Okay. So if you're listening and you're adding up the numbers, right, um, right now we're at, with your Medicare B plan, you're at about $144.60 a month. If you choose right. the Advantage plan, then you're at another maybe $100 a month. Does that cover drugs? Yes. Most Advantage plans include the drug plan in it. The drug plan. Okay. Uh, but but on average, most of the Advantage plans are actually less than $100 per month. Most are in the... I want to say the $40 range, $50 range. And in fact, here in my area in San Francisco, uh, there's uh, at least three plans that have a zero premium. So it, it's it's all over the board depending on where you live in the country and, and how it's set up. Um, but generally, the, the average is in the in the 40s. For, in the 40s. Okay. So adding the Advantage plan can be anywhere from your total bill, $144 a month, all the way up to 154 and any number in between. And if you go with the supplement plan, the plan F, and add drugs to that, then you're looking at an additional $150 to $200. So it can be anywhere between $300 and $350 a month for health care. That's correct, yeah. Right. That is, that is exactly right, yeah. Okay. And so from a health care perspective, what is the exposure for seniors age 65, if they've got the supplement plan, right? Um, would that basically cap their normal hospitalization, medical care, doctor visits um, for anywhere between, I don't know, 3600 and $4,000 a year? We're not talking about long-term care. We're not talking about assisted care. We're not talking about any of that because Medicare does not cover that. We're just talking about regular health care. Yes. So with the with a Medicare supplement plan F, which picks up a hundred percent of the deductibles, copays, and and um, coinsurance for Medicare, your you, you, your exposure would be capped by the premiums you pay. So as long as the premiums are being paid, uh, your exposure is zero for any uh, any any health related cost outside of long term care. So what happens uh, if? So uh huh. So I, I, as a, uh, to compare that with the with the Advantage plans, the Medicare Part C Advantage plans, your exposure is a little bit higher. So it, in addition to the, the smaller premium you might pay, there are also co-pays and co-insurance and deductibles that you still may be uh, 
required to pay with an Advantage plan. So your exposure is a little bit higher uh, uh, with with an Advantage plan. However, all of the plans do have a, a cap, uh, an exposure cap, also known as a maximum out-of-pocket uh, cost. And uh, so all, all the plans cap that off. So um, it is a little bit higher, but it is still capped. And um, that, that is one of the reasons why someone would would, pick, would enroll in uh, any sort of extra coverage uh, because Medicare itself, Medicare AMB, does not have a cap on exposure. So when we talk about health care for seniors, let's say, um, you know, really the objective is to enroll, you know, the first five months that you're enrolled in Medicare. That way, um, you know, there's not an issue with pre-existing conditions. Uh, so where are the gotchas? So what if I enroll in a plan and next year I hear there's a better plan out there? Um, can I switch or once I'm sick or I have a pre-existing condition, I'm stuck? <laughs> yes. So uh, the, 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 uh, the, the answer is a, is a little complex because it depends on the plan you're in to begin with. So it, we'll break it down by the options. So if if a person has a Medicare A and B and then has a, a supplement plan, and if that person wants, to, let's say, like, like you said, a, a year down the road wants to change plans, uh, with a supplement plan, you can change that plan anytime you want, as long as you can uh, pass the medical question. So after that initial enrollment period, yes. Uh, you must answer the medical questions, and pre-existing conditions is it comes into play for that as well. So, the, in theory, someone could be denied uh, a change of a supplement plan going down a year from that initial enrollment. Uh, however, uh, California and uh, Oregon have something called the birthday rule. So, the, the birthday rule states that. In your birthday month, okay, if you already own a supplement plan, you can switch to another supplement plan without having to answer the medical question. So there's there's a that gotcha is gotten rid of in California and Oregon, but in the rest of the United States, that's the gotcha is that you may not be able to enroll in another uh, supplement plan. So you may be, for lack of a better word, stuck in the supplement plan you have and subject to the the premium increases for that plan as well. Now, on the on the on the advantage side, uh, it, it, by the Medicare rules, there's an, an open enrollment for the Medicare Advantage plan, uh, a yearly open enrollment, and that goes from October 15th through December 7th. So we're in the middle of the open enrollment season right now, and the open enrollment allows you to uh, drop your plan or switch plans. Uh, during that time, without having to, there's no evidence of, of, of uh, you don't have to answer any medical question. You can just switch to uh, any plan that is available in your area during the open enrollment. So, so that um, that would take care of that. And, there, and there's also uh, there's also a kind of a, a reverse gotcha with a, with a, the sub, the advantage plan in that uh, new for 2020 is and and. An enrollment period from January 1st through December 31st, where 
if for some reason you didn't like the plan or want to get out of that Advantage plan that you're in, you can choose to uh, disenroll from that plan and enroll in another Advantage plan at that time. So how many people would you say, and you've got quite the practice, you've got uh, about 1,800 clients, right? How many of your clients are constantly switching? Is that a small percentage of your practice or are you crazy busy from October to January? <laughs> Good question. So the, the, the folks that, that actually, I would say about well, between 10 and 20% actually do switching. Okay. Um, uh, I, yeah, so about 10 to 20%. I think, the, and it's, it's lower than you might think because of, uh, I, think it's, I, I think it has a lot to do with choosing the correct plan when you first enroll and, uh, and making sure that plan fits your needs. So as long as that plan fits your needs going forward, there's not really a reason to switch unless there's a cost situation or something something drastically has changed in the benefit for that plan. And of course, that does happen uh, now and again. But I would say the, the the amount of folks that are switching on a yearly basis is a uh, is fairly small. I'd say closer to ten percent than than twenty. And then the bulk of your business in this time period is new business. It, yes. So this this is the the bulk is yes this is new business, um, and you know during this time uh, everyone is getting all the you know the ads in the mail for a plan so it, it the 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 whole uh, open enrollment period does create confusion in the minds of a lot of folks in that they think they may have to switch their plan so I do get calls saying I, I don't have to switch do I Joe mm. I don't I don't really have to do anything do I so uh, most of the calls I get are affirmation that. Uh, that uh, they don't have to do anything. So that they're good. It's a very interesting time. Yeah. Well, your information has been so helpful. Um, I really appreciate it, Joe. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you feel is really important for our listeners to learn? Well, I, I, when I first got into this business, I heard a speech of, of someone talking about Medicare, and there was one line that resonated with me, and it, it, it's it, it's simple and kind of silly and hilarious, but it, the line was, when you turn 65, something happens. And when I, I get calls from folks who, who are, you know, they know they're turning 65. They don't really know what what they think should happen. And and so most folks, when they call me, are confused. So I, I, I would say that 99% of the folks I first talked to are confused. It doesn't matter their background. It doesn't matter their education. This Medicare stuff is confusing. So my, if there was one thing to remember from all of this is, you know, when it's time, when you know you're turning 65, seek out someone like me, an experienced independent broker that can help you line up all the choices to make your choices simple and easy. And, um, you know, seek out Seek out someone who has done this before, um, and, and and use that use that person as a navigator through all of this. So that would be the one thing I'd want to make to impress on on anyone you know approaching approaching sixty five. For sure, and you know I've learned um, I don't care how many degrees certifications you have. For me, experience is the wisdom that I seek and the professionals that I'm looking for. How much experience do they have? 
um, and what is their follow-up and how organized they are and what are their processes and their systems. I love your website. It's clearmedicaresolutions.com. It's clean, concise, um, nice, big, clear font, so you can easily read the information. It's written in plain English. Joe, you've done a great job at setting up that website. And I thank you so much for sharing this information with us today. And um, we will post your website uh, next to the podcast, but it's clearmedicaresolutions.com. Right. Yes. Well, th- thank you so much. It, um, you know, I was inspired uh, to do that when, when my father turned 65 and he, he came to me. I was in the business already. My father came to me going, Joe, what? I'm turning 65 with this Medicare. What do I do? And it was a confusing ball of mess to me at the time. Like, what, what, what do I do? I'm in the business and I can't figure this stuff out. So that, that, uh, that really was my inspiration for, for learning this stuff and, uh, and uh, making a business out of it and also being able to communicate the information in, in as clear and as simple a manner as possible. So thank you. I, I do appreciate that. You are so welcome. And thank you so much for joining us on Living Wealthy Radio. We wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Teresa. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com. 